good Sunday morning. You're listening to Twyla Southall and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? This is Christian Talk Radio, here to challenge the status quo. If you keep doing what you're doing, you'll keep getting what you're getting. But if you want to see a change, if you want a spiritual revolution, if you need a spiritual renewal, stay with us. We are here to inspire, to inform, and to challenge you to consider what does the Lord say regarding life's issues. Visit our website for information on how you can join us for morning prayer. Access previous podcasts of this broadcast, or you can even now access and download this podcast in iTunes. There is also information to follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, or even sponsor this show. Visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. We would love to hear from you. Today is Mother's Day, and we'd like to say Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. So today we're going to be talking about a wonderful passage of Scripture from Psalms 139. I am so glad about it because it describes God so eloquently, as the Psalms so often do anyway, and it talks about the greatness and the majesty and the awesomeness of our God when you consider how good and how magnificent and how marvelous. God is. It says, O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my downsettings and my uprisings. Thou understandest my thoughts afar off. Thou compasseth my past with my lying down and are acquainted with all of my ways. For there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, you know it all together. Thou hast beset me behind and before and laid thine hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. Whither shall I go from thy spirit and whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me and thy right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, even the night shall be light about me. Yea, the darkness hideth not from thee, O Lord, but the night shineth as does the day. The darkness and light are both alike to thee, for thou hast possessed my reins. Thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are the works, and that my soul knows right well. My substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance, Yea, being unperfect, and in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me, O God! How great is the sum of them! If I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with thee. Surely thou wilt slay the wicked, O God! Depart from me, therefore, ye bloody men, for they speak against thee wickedly and thy enemies take thy name in vain. Do not I hate them, O Lord, that hate thee and am not I grieve with those that rise up Mm. against thee. I hate them with perfect hatred. I count them my enemies. Search me, O God. 
God and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Amen. And doing all this that you've searched me, you know my thoughts, you know my ways, you still love me anyway. And I'm so thankful. The first verse says, Oh Lord, thou have searched me and known me, meaning that God, you have examined me and you know me. I'm going to read just that part out of the message Bible. And it says, God investigate my life. This is what David is saying. He's allowing his life to be open to God. And you know what? Even this morning in this morning's prayer, we talked about the spirit of the Lord revealing to us to surrender our lives unto him. And this is what God, what David has done. He has surrendered his life to God. You know, when we are hiding something, we don't want nobody to know what we're hiding. But with God, when you can honestly say before God with your hands lifted up, God, examine my life. You know that you have no fear of God and you know that he is the only one that can do that, that your life is surrendered unto him. And then it says that you have investigated my life. He says, get all the facts firsthand. You know it firsthand, God. I an open book to you, even from a distance. You know what I'm thinking. You know when I leave and when I get back, I'm never out of your sight. You know everything I'm going to say before I start the first sentence, my Lord. Because in the Bible, he says, before you ask, he says, you know, I've, I've answered. answered. And while you're yet speaking, he said, I'm going to love you so much. I'm going to take the time to listen to you. He said, then I look behind me and you're there. Then up ahead and you're there too. You're assuring presence coming and going. This, he says, this is the part. He said, this is too much, too wonderful. I can't take it all in. My God. And when you begin to start thinking about how the greatness, this is talking about the greatness of God. And when you begin to start thinking about the greatness of God, you become overwhelmed. You can't take it all in. Even this morning as I'm getting dressed to come here, I'm thinking to myself, my God, Lord, I just want to thank you for all that you've done. The only thing my heart can say is thank you because you had every right to withhold your hand from me. But because you are great and because you are God, you still love me any way. And I love the way that John, the writer says in 1 John 3 and 1, he said, behold, what manner oh. of love is this that the Father has bestowed or demonstrated unto us. What is man? What, I mean, what kind of love is That's this? Right. That God would call us his children and name us mm. among the heirs of salvation. Behold what, have you ever thought about it? How much he loves you? Have you ever considered how wonderful his love is? Have you ever just took time just to consider how much God loves you? I love also in Ephesians 3, the Bible says, may Christ dwell in your hearts by faith that you being rooted and grounded. I'm rooted and grounded in love. And may I be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and oh. depth and height and to know the love of Christ, which passes my ability to understand or even comprehend that I may be filled with all the fullness of God. What Paul is saying is in, in Ephesians is that you couldn't understand and grasp this thing in the natural is no matter how hard you try, because the love of God passes our ability to comprehend. It's so wide and so deep and so 
broad and so high. I mean, the love of God, any way you can stretch his love goes. And don't you love the way Lawana that it talks about Paul's in Ephesians, but David is in the Psalms, but they're all saying the same thing because it's as all we the are. love of God. <laughs> I mean, there's no way you can go to flee from the presence or the love of God. Paul says it's so deep and so wide, so high. It's so broad. You couldn't get away. David said, if I make my bed in heaven or in hell, you are there. If I say darkness will cover me because God is light. So if I go and hide in darkness, surely I'll hide from God. But he said, when I think about God, there is no darkness, darkness and light. They're all the same in the presence of God. What is it about us? It said the angels even wonder what it is about us, that they have taken a glimpse into the salvation. And I know that what is it about them that God loves so much is so mind blowing that even in the things that I do that are not right, you know, even the things that I say and the attitudes I might have that's not right. He still loves me anyway, anyway. because he knows really the end from the beginning. He already know what I'm going to be in life. He's already purposed it and he loves me anyway. And, and he, But think about the natural parent and he already tells that's true. if you've been evil and you parents and you give to your children good gifts. I mean, he calls us evil. He said, you been evil, know how to give your children good gifts. How much, how much more? more? Me? So how much you love your children and your grandchildren, you just multiply that exponentially. And that is not even coming close to the love that God has for you because he said you couldn't understand. It. It's too wonderful for you to comprehend. It says in verse nine of Psalms 139, it reminds me of two things David said. It says one verse nine says, if I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, basically you are there there too is saying that even if you could take the wings of the dove you can never get away from God he says where you dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea he said he will be there even there shall be thy hand lead me and thy right hand shall hold me it means that even when you want to run away and get away from God he has his hands upon you and you're not going to go too far because he know where you are I'm so glad even when I think about my grandmother and her prayers and she prayed I believe Really, it is the result of her prayers and your mother's prayers that God accosted you. Remember when Paul said that he that God had apprehended him mm -hmm. and now he's running to apprehend that which Amen. has apprehended him. I believe that the call went out and the spirit of the Lord has apprehended us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And it didn't matter where we were. We could have been laying in a gutter. The spirit of the, my Lord. I can remember times when people would talk about I was sitting in the bar on the bar stool drinking liquor and I heard the voice voice of the Lord call unto me. That just proved to me that there's no place that you can go that God is not welcome into. Matter of fact, if even on the door, if it says God's not welcome here, he'll knock that door down and come and get you and bring you on out because there's a promise. Hallelujah. That he will be with you. And there's no place we can go that we can get away from him. And you know, the other thing in verse number 15, he says, my substance was not hid uh. from thee. When I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lower parts of the earth. Thine oh. eyes did see my substance yet being unperfect and in thy book all my members were written which in continuance were fashioned when as yet there was none of them. So you can rest in and rely on and have faith and confidence in a love that God gives that is everlasting to everlasting. He's not fickle. He's not some timey. He's not like me and you. 
He doesn't love you as long as and only if, but he loves you from everlasting to everlasting. And he loves you anyway. He knows everything about you. He knows the good, the bad, and the ugly. He knows what you wouldn't tell anybody, what you've hidden from your own self. And he loves you anyway. Mm. He knows when you have cursed his name in private, when you have rejected him in public. He knows when you have Mm. spoke ill of him and refused to do what he told you, but he loves you anyway. There is nothing that shall separate us from the love Love of of God, God, which is in Christ Jesus. He loves you anyway. My Lord. And you oftentimes think that you are unworthy of his love. You oftentimes think about that God doesn't love you, that you've done something that you can't be forgiven for. Don't you know God knew it before you were ever shaping in your mother's womb? Don't you know that he knew that you would mess up? And even at times, like you said, that you would even deny him. He knows that, but he says he pursue you anyway, because God wants to make sure that after it's all said and done, that there is no excuse that will come out of anybody's mouth that God, I didn't know anything about you. I didn't, uh, I didn't know that you were able to save and I didn't know about your love. No one and nothing can say that because God has made it evidence that he is God and that there is no one else but him. Verse 17 with Psalms 139, 17, it says, how precious are thy thoughts unto me oh god how great is the sum of them i mean god is thinking about you all the time there i believe there's not one time of day that he is not thinking of you matter of fact he told a jeremiah about israel he said i know the thoughts and the plans that i have for your life and he's yet saying that even now i know the thoughts and the plans that i have for your life and he wants you to know that it's good and it's not evil and it's to give you a future and an expected it in. So even while you're going through some things in your life, some trials and tribulations, some ups and downs, some valleys and mountains, I want you to know that God knows where you are and he is using all those things to bring you back to the point where you recognize who he is for. The Bible says in Romans 8, he says all things work together for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And I have to believe that you love God and he knows that you love him and therefore that any Anything that you're going through that God's going to work it out. My, 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 that is so precious. The love of God is so amazing. And to consider that there's nothing you can do to separate you from this love. Nothing you can do. Nothing the devil can do. Nothing anyone can do to separate us from the love of God. He loves us in spite of ourselves. I'm not perfect, but he loves me anyway. I'm not perfect, but he loves me still. I'm not perfect, but he loves me anyway. Wasn't an angel in my younger days. We all have done things that's between us and God. There's no better comfort. Than being in his arms He loves me still He loves us still I'm not perfect But he loves me anyway this long 
Zechariah 3 when it talks about the accuser of the brethren stood before the Lord and on the side of Joshua and was condemning him for what he was what he did it was like the Lord said I know all of that and, he, and some that you don't know and some that you don't know he said but listen this is a brand plucked out of the fire and he said take off the filthy garments and he stood before the angel and the Lord says then go get the garment hallelujah he exchanged that filthy garment with a clean garment hallelujah and then he says listen all your nicoties he says I'll wipe away Jesus. he said and I will close you with a, a change remnant a raiment meaning your garment will no longer be filthy but your garment will be righteous <laughs> and then he says listen he said no one can accuse that which I've already sanctified and so it doesn't matter to God because he knows what you have gone through he knows the thoughts that you think and this is what the Lord told the angels to say to to say over Joshua he said thus said the Lord of hosts if thou will walk in my ways and if thou will keep my charge then thou shalt also judge my house and shall also keep my courts and I will give thee places to walk among these that stand by even after all the things that Joshua did not do the commandments that he broke matter of fact if you break one commandment you broke them all and he was a high priest and he was the high priest but yet he said listen take off that filthy garment and he told Satan that he has nothing to do with it because he's already sanctified him and he's already already prepared the path for him and, and that's exactly what he's saying to us even in the Psalms when David start confessing that no Lord examine me he says search me God already knew before you even spoke he already knew what you were going to say and I'm so glad that he did not hope matter of fact there's a scripture that he says that I'm so glad that he didn't judge me according, according to, to my sins, sins. and didn't no, reward me didn't according to my iniquities. Come on, because if he had rewarded us oh, according to our iniquities, the Bible says who would be able to stand? Not even the righteous. Not even the, the righteous scarcely make it in. Mm. But if it wasn't for his grace and for his mercy, we would not be able to stand. And I'm so glad that he is an all-powerful, almighty, great and grandiose God, that he knows all 
all things. And we can't be overwhelmed or discouraged when Satan, the accuser of the brethren, stands to accuse you. What do you think accusers do? They accuse. They what point, do you they th- point the finger? They point the finger. What do you think liars do? Liars lie. Accusers accuse. Satan is both the father of lies and the accuser of the brethren. He's going to stand before the judgment seat of God to accuse you, to even throw railing accusations against you. But the good news is he doesn't tell God anything God didn't already know. And the better news is over in Romans chapter eight, God has already left on record for me and you that there is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. You know know what I'm thinking about even reading this some Psalms. I'm sorry. 139 It started at verse 19 when we talked about the accuser of the brother. David knew that the accuser's uh, accusation, it will not stand with God. Matter of fact, it says this in Psalms 139, 19, it says, Surely thou will slay the wicked, O God. Depart from me, therefore, you bloody men, for they speak against thee wickedly, and my enemies take thy name in vain. Do not I hate them, O Lord, that hate thee? And am I not grieved with those that rise up against thee? He says, I hate them with a perfect hatred, and I count them my enemies. He's saying, God, those that come against me, they're your enemies. And because they're your enemies, I hate them as well. Oh, God. May we learn to love that which God loves. That's right. Amen. May we despise that which God despises and cleave to that which is pleasing to God. We need to have the same passions of God. If it's not pleasing to God, I don't want it. That's why he said after those two verses, that's why he said in 23, search me thoroughly, oh God. I mean, won't you? I don't want none of those things. I don't want none of that. Turn your searchlight from heaven on my soul. Create Mm. in me a clean heart, oh God, and renew a right spirit in me. The enemy might be rejoicing, thinking that your demise is imminent and sure to come, but God's got the last word in this thing. Because his loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee, and thus will I bless his name, because when I deserve death, he gave me life. When I deserve nothing but condemnation, he extended mercy and grace. God bids me to come boldly to the throne of grace. I can see Joshua, the high priest that you read about in Zechariah. I mean, you know, in our own self, we'd be crawling to the throne, standing before the almighty, holy God. We wouldn't want to face him in filthy, stinking garments. We wouldn't want to face him in our sinful state. But he said, come boldly unto my throne. I've got some help and some mercy and some grace for you. I will wash away your sins. I'll remove the sin-stained garments. I'll rebuke the devourer for your sake. I'll stop the mouth of the naysayer. I'll shut the mouth of the accuser and I'll wash away your sins. And the thing about God, when he washes and cleanses you, he said, as far as the east is from the west, I'll remove your sins from you. Never to be remembered again. You might remember them. Your brothers and sisters might bring them up, but God will never remember your sins again when he has washed you free from those sins. Lord, and then you—you, you, if any of you are feeling this same way, to run to God to that throne of grace, because He said, "This is the sacrifice, really, that I love." He said, "The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart and save us such as be a contrite spirit." Oh my God, Lord, I pray that you touch that individual right now. They've been burdened down too long.
wrong with this thing, God. I speak the power of the Holy Ghost to break that bondage in the name of Jesus Christ. And I release, oh God, the power of the Holy Ghost and the peace of God to be upon them, God. Hallelujah. 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 Oh God, we thank you, Father. We thank you for your amazing love. We thank you for your tremendous love. What manner of love is this, dear God, that you have demonstrated to us in that while we were yet sinners, you died for us. We do thank you that your love breaks every chain. Your love shatters every fetter. Your love causes us to come in. Father, even when we have been outcast and dejected by the world, God, you take the broken, you take the abused, you take the wounded, God. You take those that the world has thought were no good good for nothing and you take us and clean us up you take us and love us anyway i thank you god that when we gave you no reason to love us no reason to want us you loved us anyway i thank you dear god when our minds were not set on you when we didn't think of you when we Mm. didn't love you when we didn't want you when we cursed your name you loved us anyway i thank you that you took us from the guttermost and you saved us and cleaned us up i thank you that when we stood before your throne and satan the accuser of the brethren came to accuse us oh god came to throw railing accusations against us that you loved us anyway Anyway. i thank you when our sin was stinking in your nostrils god when we were wallowing in the pig's pen you loved us anyway Anyway. now may all hear the call of god say come unto me all ye that labor are and are heavy laden you said if we would confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that you have raised christ from the dead that we can receive the salvation of god may you let them know that you love them anyway on the bar stool you love them in the drug house you love them oh father you love the unregenerated Mm. you love those who don't love themselves you love those that we have thrown away and forgotten and cast out may all men know what is the depth and the breadth and the height of the wondrous love of our God search us oh God and know our heart and would you clean us up and Mm. keep on loving us it's not wonderful God that we love you the miracle is that you you love us us. in the blessed name of Jesus we give thanks (laughs) to he who alone has loved our soul hallelujah Hallelujah. called us out of darkness in Jesus name we pray today is Mother's Day and we'd like to say happy Mother's Day to all the mothers happy Mother's Day mom I love you you might have a mom she might be the bomb but ain't nobody got a mom like mine her love's to the She's my best friend Ain't nobody got a mom like mine She's my world She's my Thank you for tuning in. 
You have been listening to Twyla Southall and L.J. Renee with What Does the Lord Say? For information on this program, on how you can subscribe to or access previous podcasts of this broadcast, visit our website at www.whatdoesthelordsay.com. Until next time.